Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is Wendy Sellers with JC. Hey there. <laughs> we are here talking about DEI from both a marketing and an HR perspective. Uh, we want to talk about some success stories because even though there is a lot of bad news out there and money that's sitting out there that's not being spent or companies just don't even know what to do with it, there are a lot of wins in the DEI space. We're back here with Michelle and we want to talk about some success stories. So, you know, tell us, um, you know, some success stories, no names, of course, of maybe of your clients or just things in general that you see that's going on that gets you excited every day to go to work and say, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it and we're making a difference. <laughs> um, I will say one of my earliest success stories, I was working with a nonprofit here in Houston, um, got very serious about diversity, diversity marketing because they had some communication blunders um, that May 2020, May, June 2020. And Although they were already doing the work, it felt good to contribute to that. And then um, the end of that year, that December, they received a pretty generous donation um, to keep doing the work. Right. So uh, I think that was it was it was multi-million dollar donation. Wow, that's amazing. I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, you know, I was able to contribute into what they were already doing. So I think that's a highlight. Um, another thing is really just helping uh, the more of the, I guess, companies for profits to shift their perspective, right? Um, diversity doesn't have to be boring. You know, let's talk about it. Let's be candid. Let's share our experiences. Um, so it's been amazing watching companies just transform um, their messaging, uh, their branding, especially their website, becoming more inclusive to attract um, a different demographic that they kind of felt disconnected to and just being able to show that to them. And then, of course, going on to make more money and doing other wonderful things. Yeah, like, for example, a couple of years ago, the whole incident with Starbucks that happened, you know, that that's seen as negative news. But Starbucks was able to turn it around. I'm sure they got a lot of slack for it, too, to say, OK, we need to close all of our stores to on uh, 10 unconscious bias training. And for the folks that are listening today, you know, Aurora uh, Training Advantage has unconscious bias training. I am actually the presenter on that. So definitely, you know, check us out and and hear what we have to say and and and, and tell us if you want more, you know, what you want. But what happened in 2018, for those of you that have been living under a rock, is Starbucks um, came under fire because in Philly, there were two young black entrepreneurs that were waiting for their business meeting to begin. And they went into Starbucks and they sat there and they didn't order anything. And um, employees called the police on them. It's like, ouch, ouch, you wouldn't do that to anybody else. And you didn't do that to anybody else. And so the one thing I have to say about Starbucks, whether you're a fan or not, is, you know, they, I think they did the right thing. They closed all their stores and said, no, everybody in all of our stores are going to go under unconscious bias training because this is unacceptable. But they took, they took the responsibility to say, well, we didn't do the training. How are we supposed to hold them accountable if we didn't do the training? Right. 
Yes. No, you said it perfectly. They took ownership. They took accountability. Um, you were hearing from all of the leaders, you know, not just Schultz or whomever, but all of the CEO, not CEOs, but executive team regarding this mishap. And the leadership team took the training first, and then it went down to the stores um, and baristas. And I commend them for that. I'm, I, I have studied that situation pretty well, and I'm still a Starbucks fan. Awesome. I'm not, I don't go to Starbucks often, but whenever I'm on the road, I usually do because, um, they have Wi-Fi. <laughs> they have good food. I feel safe there, you know, and I'm going to be, everybody else is there doing the same thing. We're all working some kind of job and you can get, you can hang out there and get air conditioning. I'm in Florida. We don't need heat. We need air conditioning. Um, and, and you could still meet people and get things done. So again, not like I go there all the time because of the, of the price, but it's definitely a great place to, to meet people and feel useful. Go ahead, JC. Wendy Sellers, you're killing me right here. You really are. Michelle, I give you credit for going there still, too. I can't afford it, but I'm going to I'm gonna give you a secret real quick. My trip, uh, my, my, my tip for being on the road, when you're in that position, just stop by Waffle House in the morning and have two cups of their coffee. It's equivalent to seven Starbucks coffees and caffeine. You're going to be on the road. You're not going to need another coffee for a long time. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> you're going to have to pull over because you're shaking, right? <laughs> hey, well, I've got the mic. I've got something for you. A independent panel of experts reviewed and released information on how businesses have helped have helped others and how they can help others in the new 2023 DEI Lighthouses report. And I have a great example of a business doing good. That business is called Ronstadt. Ronstadt's U.S. Higher Hope Program is started in 2014. It helps women who have been victims of homelessness, domestic violence, or human trafficking get training and to help them find jobs. Over the course of 35 weeks and three phases called Restore, Grow, and Thrive, the program gives participants technical and soft skills training, paid apprenticeships, help with career transition, and ongoing mentoring to help them find long-term permanent jobs. And the initiative uses Randstad's core business to help underrepresented members of the community find jobs and increase the diversity of the talent pipeline for both Randstad and its client partners. Higher Hope is also part of the company's larger goal to help 500 million people all over the world by 2030. Back to you. That's right around the corner, 2030, believe it or not. You know, the thing I like about that is, you know, I don't know if you guys know what Ronstead is, but it's, you know, it's a, it's like a recruiting agency. Um, the thing that I do like about that and that I want to remind our listeners of is whoever you're using as an HR consultant, as a marketing consultant, as a, you know, a, a recruiting agency, as a PEO, whatever it is, remember that their policies still reflect on you, or in many cases, their lack of policies still reflect on you. So as you know, I'm in the HR space, so I'll speak from the HR space. And then Michelle, you could speak from from the marketing space is, you know, if I'm if I'm a hiring, or let's just say I was actual in, you know, um, uh, uh, HR department in a company, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to use the staffing agency over here, this recruiter over here, because they're cheaper. Doesn't mean they're doing the right thing. Doesn't mean they're asking for applications. Doesn't mean they're asking diversity questions. Doesn't mean they're purposely seeking out people that are um, able-bodied or disabled-bodied or, you know, of certain age or whatever it might be. It's so, so important to know that even if you're outsourcing anything, you as the employer 
I'm going to go with 99.99% are probably still responsible for the results. What are your thoughts on the marketing side? That's really good. I'm going to take a different approach and kind of approach it from agency slash supplier diversity. So if you do want to collaborate or hire um, or even subcontract a marketing agency to help with the campaign, um, what does your, do you have a supplier diversity program? And if so, what does that look like? Um, What is that application process? Is it, you know, easy, hard, or difficult? Um, Do you think it's, And do people have access to your supplier diversity program as well? Um, Some some companies, I've spoken to so many, they're like, oh, yeah, we have it. And you're clicking for days on the website. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, where is it? You know? So, um, yeah, but I think just like you have these questions on an application where you're trying to get a profile of who you want to hire, I think that can also go into the supplier diversity bucket if you want to hire an agency to work with. Yeah. So it's important for our listeners to know that you, you, the company or the company representative are still responsible for everything. Don't take anybody's word for it that they are like, hey, yeah, our company is active in the DEI space or we're doing this or we're doing that. I always say prove it to me because in the end, especially if you have some contracts, federal contracts, anything like that, that, you then have to prove it to the government that you did the right thing. And so if you're going the cheap route, like I had a potential client attempt to do, which I shot them down. I'm like, nope, not, I'm not going to help you do that because I know you have federal contracts. And if you want to do it, it's fine. I'm not working with you. Go find somebody else who's willing to take the risk. With that said, I want to wrap up episode three here of our five-part series on DEI from both the marketing and HR perspective. And next, we're going to try our best not to get heated, but we are going to cover politicians getting in the way of diversity, equity, inclusion. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.